Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Merry Christmas! It's Niall here from Sports Social. I hope you're enjoying the festive period with your friends and families, even if there is a distinct lack of football to talk about over your turkey dinner. Usually, whilst we're tucking into the mince pies and pigs in blankets, Premier League players are counting the calories, staying away from the Bucks fizz, and generally getting an early night in, ready for the frenetic festive fixture schedule. This is the Football Social Daily Christmas Special, and today we'll be hearing about some of the highs... And the lows. Maybe you're looking for a nice, more cheerful story, maybe. <laughs> and I thought, oh, for f- <laughs> I was like, oh no. Of what it's like to be a Premier League player during the most wonderful time of the year. We've had some brilliant guests on the show over the last few months, and today a handful of them will share their experiences of being a footballer in the festive season, and it isn't always easy. Former West Ham and Wolves man Matt Jarvis, Southampton legend Francis Benali, and Manchester City hero Paul Dickov will all be indulging you in some insight this Christmas. So sit back and relax with a glass of sherry as you're about to find out which one of our ex-pros once dressed as a character from Star Wars to the team's Christmas party, what it's really like to be away from your loved ones on Christmas Day, and why one manager ruined Matt Jarvis's Christmas. First of all, whilst we're up opening presents in our pyjamas on Christmas morning, players have to go to training. Here's what former Saints man Francis Benali had to say about that. I always remember that Christmas period when you were playing so regular, day after day almost, that you know the fatigue, the sheer fatigue that you were playing with and almost going into games with little niggles or knocks and you know, not really feeling, you know, it wasn't the sports science that there is in the game now about recovery and preparation for games. It was, uh, it was uh, quite sort of a, a, an old method back in our time. But uh, yeah, it, you know, it was a wonderful time to be playing because as footballers, I think you just want to be playing games. Um, and it was a, always a busy period. Um, I never had the hangover scenario. I've, you know, I've, I've never drunk in my life. So, you know, I've, I've never experienced that. So that was that was never a problem. I, I probably smelt uh, the, the breath of one of the two of my teammates over the years that, <laughs> that, that might have um, just sort of had one or two too many, maybe, shall we say. But I, I used to love training Christmas Day. It was uh, especially when my family came along. It it was that that early start. You know, I think everyone was keen to get in, do an hour, hour and a half training, whatever we needed to do on Christmas morning then get back home with the families, enjoy the rest of your day and then look forward to, to the Boxing Day game wherever it may have been. But um, yeah, it's always a, an exciting time of the year to be playing football. So Franny never had a hangover whilst playing, but that isn't the case for everyone on today's Christmas special. More on that a little bit later. But whilst Benali loved training on Christmas morning, Matt Jarvis wasn't impressed when one year during his time at Norwich, a manager wasn't exactly showing much in the way of Christmas spirit. The manager decided that I wasn't going to be in the squad for the game on Boxing Day, but brought me in for Christmas Day to train for 40 minutes 
with the squad. I was <laughs> delighted. So I had to travel. I, I drove home for Christmas morning with my family in, down in Surrey and then drove to Norwich for 45 minutes to train to drive back down to Surrey just to be part of the squad for the training session. Travel, train, travel and not be involved. So that was... Uh, but I thought you might... Maybe you're looking for a nice, more cheerful story, maybe. <laughs> You've got to feel for poor old Jarvo putting in the miles on Christmas Day only for the gaffer to say, sorry lad, but you aren't even playing. Ouch. But would Matt have loaded up his plate with some extra pigs in blankets had he known he wasn't going to play? 100% I would have done that, yeah. It was... Uh, it was, the, it, was, it was the quickest I ever got back from Norwich, that's for sure. <laughs> well, that answers that then. And to be honest, I don't blame him. Whilst Matt Jarvis didn't have the best Christmas that year, former Manchester City striker Paul Dickov claims it was the spirit of the fans which pulled him through a busy period. I used to love Christmas, the Christmas period. I used to love training on Boxing Day and he said, until you've experienced it, getting up early and going in and training early and getting it out of the way as quick as you can and spending the day with your family. And People ask me a lot when you're playing and when you finish, well, was it difficult? And it wasn't because we didn't know anything different, Franny, did we? You know, from, from no. when you were involved in a professional football club to when you finish playing, Christmas Day trainings are given, Boxing Days are given, and then you've got, well, it used to be they get 26th, 28th, 30th, and then there'll be the New Year's Day fixture. So. You, you just get on with it, and I used to love it. You know, the fans, the Boxing Day especially, if, if you had a home game, you know, it seemed to be the one sort of carnival atmosphere. The atmosphere was always great. Well, the fans may have been involved in a carnival atmosphere, but I wonder if it was equally as festive at the training ground. Did Franny Benali ever turn up for work in a Christmas jumper and a Santa hat? Well, my, my clothes were questionable at any time of the year, I think, so... Um... Uh, yeah, one or two would come in in their Christmas jumpers. I know Matt Letizier loves a Christmas jumper even today, so um, he, he would probably come in with something like that. But uh, it was interesting when the, the, the overseas players started coming into the game, and, and I'm sure Paul's experienced this, there's quite a few of the Scandinavians. I think they celebrate Christmas, Christmas like Eve. Christmas Eve, yeah. don't they? Yeah, so, so a lot of the guys, um, you know, they, they'd already effectively celebrated the previous night. So... There was always those new dynamics and learning of ways different people around the world and different players celebrate. So it was always always interesting from that point of view. So no fancy dress for Franny, but the same can't be said for a former Wolves teammate of Matt Jarvis, who once pulled out all the stops for his Christmas do. So many good, so many good Christmas parties. I mean, they're the they're the best thing about being in the, the squad. The parties, them sort of things are amazing. Loads of Christmas outfits. Jodie Craddock was probably one of the best Christmas outfits I've ever seen. He like did all of these. He's done a few. He was like Frankenstein one of the time, but he's obviously an artist, so he painted his whole face. He had everything, you know, the, all the nuts and bolts and the whole outfit. He dressed as a, a granny another year, which was just amazing. All right, we get it. Jodie Craddock's really good at fancy dress. He went as a granny and as a Frankenstein. But what masterpiece did Jarvo come up with for the West Ham knees up? At West Ham once we did like everyone had to be in white. So everyone went down the route of they were getting like, you know, trainers. They had white jeans, white blazer, white shirt and tie, all looking smart. I went in a morph outfit 
<laughs> so I had the full white horse outfit with a big Gandalf wig and glasses and you know what it's like when you walk out of the, um, the lift in the hotel and you walk out no one knew who I was like no one because I was fully like wig um, beard moustache the glasses morph suit it was amazing I didn't say anything for about half an hour just like waving and sort of like <laughs> no one knew who I was so that was quite fun Nobody recognised Matt in his morph suit, so that's a pretty good disguise, I'd say, from Jarvo. Paul Dickov wasn't as fortunate with his Christmas get-up one year in Manchester. He thought he'd got away with it when he dressed up as something green for his players' Christmas party. And I'll give you a clue, it wasn't the Grinch. When I was at Blackburn, we had a Christmas party in Manchester, and I actually dressed up as Yoda. And the outfit was that good, you couldn't see any part of my body, right? You couldn't see my face, you couldn't see anything. And we were walking down Deansgate and some guy just walked past and went, oh, that's Paul Dickov. <laughs> he just must have looked at the size of me and I'm alongside everybody else. So that disguise didn't work very well. Dickov rumbled on Deansgate. The force wasn't so strong with that outfit. Oh, even Christmas cracker gags are better than that. These Christmas parties are always fun and games, but being away from your loved ones is never easy, particularly at this time of the year. And that's something that Francis Benali says is one of the only downsides of being a professional footballer. I, I started to find it a little bit difficult when you, you know, the, the, the club started to take you away overnight, whether it was a New Year's Eve especially, and you're playing a New Year's Day fixture that you'd be in a hotel somewhere trying to get your head down, trying to get your rest and sleep when there's mad parties. parties going on. Yeah, exactly. And the rooms always tended to be near the, the function room where the you know the DJ was playing, wasn't it? So you'd have music going into the small hours. So that was hard, you know, sort of like not just being away from your family, but also the preparation side of it. But certainly at Saints, you know, they started doing it a little bit with the, the Christmas Day and Boxing Day thing as well. So... We would go in and train in the morning, go home and spend the afternoons and early evening with your family. But then they would then meet up on Christmas night to start preparing with the team to collectively together at a hotel ready for Boxing Day. And, and, and I know the, the particular hotel that we, we used at that period of time was literally, no word of a lie, exactly one mile from my house. And I used to just think, you know, I, I could be sleeping in my bed a mile away, being with my family a little bit more settled and happier. But... There we are. I guess it's a small price to pay. Got to feel for Francis there. He should have been in front of the fire with his family, but instead he's holed up in a Premier Inn with Matt Letissier. I wouldn't wish that on anyone at Christmas time. Whilst Franny's preparations were strictly professional, you can't quite say the same for one Paul Dickov. I'll always remember I was a kid at Arsenal and I, I can't remember, I'll have to check if it was the game the 26th or the 28th and all season I'd been in the squad and obviously travelling and it was when there was only three subs so wherever we were going to, whatever home game it was, I was 15th man sitting in the stand on my own. Um, as, as the younger ones usually used to do, Fanny, you know, I, I was chief team coffee maker on the coach and away trips and making sure the first team lads had everything sorted and we were playing QPR at home and I'll have to check if it was the 26th, 28th, I'm pretty sure it was the Boxing Day. Um, and my wife's very good friends with Fiona and Kingsley Black. Remember Kingsley Black? who played mm. at Luton and Forest. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they invited us round to their house for a party. Um, so we went round there, uh, didn't drink, and actually it got to about half past 11. Um, and everybody was going, I'll go and have a drink, have a drink. So I thought, fair enough, I'll have a few. I'm going to be sat in the stand again tomorrow. 
well, what's going to happen. So I ended up getting home about four. I wouldn't say I was drunk. I had a, had a few beers, enjoyed myself. But it was actually, it was a 12.30 kickoff, it being the London Derby. So got to Highbury about, must have been about half nine, ten o'clock, walked up the stairs and Franny, you'll know the tunnel at Highbury, it's really narrow, isn't it? Yeah. So I've just walked past the wee dressing room and George Graham was the manager and he's came out and started walking towards me and I've thought, I've just, my first thought was to hold my breath in case I was smelling a drink. And he's went, happy Christmas, and he's went up to me here. And I'm honestly, my face was going to explode. I must have held my breath for the longest I've ever done in my life. And I was like, <gasps> and he went, you're starting today, kid. And I thought, oh, for f***ing oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. <laughs> no, so that was the biggest lesson I how, ever, ever learned. How did you play? Life. Do you know what? I've done all right. We won 3-0 the you... man of the match. <laughs> <laughs> I, should have done, I should have done it more often, actually. But, <laughs> but that was the only time. And after that day, I was like... You just can't predict what's going to happen in football, you know. So you heard it from Paul himself. The best preparation for a Premier League match is to get pissed and go to bed at four in the morning the night before a game. If only he told me that when I was 18, I would definitely have won a Ballon d'Or by now. Brilliant to hear from Paul Dickoff, Matt Jarvis and Francis Benali in our Football Social Daily Christmas special. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast as much as we've enjoyed making it. You can hear from Franny, Jarvo and Paul on more regular occasions on our podcast, The Dugout, our preview show featuring former Premier League professionals right throughout the rest of the season. But for now, that's it. I hope you have a wonderful day wherever you are in the world. Merry Christmas and see you again soon on Football Social Daily.